Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art DeVitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Now, for today's News Blast. And let's take a moment and thank those that make the Bosque County Blast possible. This episode is brought to you by Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort, Clifton Feed and Service, Dr. Julie Merriman, Ph.D. Coaching. Don't forget ViraClear, Uselton Septic Services, The River Street Roost, Screen Door Inn, Corner Drug Cafe, and Meridian Saddle and Leatherworks. Thank you all. For our lead story today, we'll talk to Taylor Carter about the Clifton Varsity Cheerleading Squad and their ninth consecutive trip to the state UIL competition. So I am Taylor Carter. I am taking over as the CHS Varsity Cheer Coach for Stacy Cockle. This past year was her last year, so she's retiring from cheer. She's still going to keep teaching, but she's retiring from cheer. So I'm just super happy to have gotten to work with her this year. I cheered for her while I was in school. Getting to work with her on a different level was really cool. The girls have always gone. I believe this year was the ninth year, if I'm not mistaken. I will say COVID threw a lot of craziness at us this year. There were times like the girls had to be quarantined because of like volleyball or basketball events or just close contact with students at school who had tested positive. So there was times like girls were missing and when we had practice and things like that. We got to stunt finally. That didn't start till much later than normal. That was a, a tough part too. But it, overall, we're just glad we got to even go and compete, to be honest, because we didn't know what was going to happen this school year. So how'd the team fare this time? We have 16 girls on the squad, and our mascot this year was one of our color guard members. So she actually did color guard flags along with three other girls that volunteered to come and help us. We had 20 girls on the mat, which is the max amount you can have at 3A. The way it works is you start off with a band dance, and that's about a minute long. And then you move into your chant and then your cheer, and then at the end you end up with your fight song. In prelims, we did all those things. We had a couple little missteps, but overall the girls had great energy and they performed really well. So we made finals, which was really exciting. So we went and did some practice for that. And then at finals, there's something a little bit different that happens. So in between the band dance and the chant cheer, they actually make a call, like a football call, that tells you whether your team is on offense or defense. So you have to add a little snippet in there, but you don't know what it's going to be until they make that. And we had Carly Canford call that for us, and she was awesome. She knew all the calls. We hit every mark we needed to hit. So we hit every jump. We hit every stunt on time. It was a beautiful performance. It really was. You know, we couldn't be more proud of the girls. And she had this to say about the senior members as well. I talked to the girls about it afterwards, and I just asked them to send me a few words on how they felt about competition. And most of them, I was very surprised, were just thankful that we even got to go and have the experience this year because of COVID and this year being a crazy school year. Seniors, we have two, and they're graduating this year. They were really proud, though. And our team really acted as a team all year. Even whenever there was COVID craziness and people weren't there, they really acted as a team. They checked on each other. It was such a good year, and I think the seniors were really happy that everybody just jived so well. Uh, our seniors were Landry Cockrell and Caitlin Hunt. They did an excellent awesome. job. They have, they've both actually been cheerleaders here in Clifton since they were in seventh grade. 
We actually placed 15th out of 57 teams. That's pretty good. We made the final, wow. which was top 20, and so we ended up getting 15th out of 57. So that was really, really good. We've improved in two categories since last year. We compared scores. Thanks, Taylor. And best of luck with the team moving forward and looking at next year. It's on everybody's mind. It's coming up soon. It's Valentine's Day. River Street Roost has everything you need from beautiful bouquets to chocolates, teddy bears, balloons, gift items, including gift baskets to celebrate this special day of love. And of course, they will be offering the Valentine's Day classic, A Dozen Roses. So stop by the store. It's located at 207 East River Street in Meridian. While you're there, check out their selection of handcrafted goods, all made by local artisans. So give the gift of love this year with a romantic gesture and make your someone special feel, well, special. To the news desk. The Meridian NHS is hosting a Valentine's Day fundraiser January 18th through the 22nd. Candy grabs in the form of a lollipop and card are a dollar, while carnations are two dollars. Suckers, cards, and a song are also two dollars. Valentine's will be delivered February 11th. Order forms are available in the high school front office. We spoke with Bosque County Emergency Management Coordinator Chris Anderson about the recent call for volunteers for area fire departments. I'm Chris Anderson, I'm the Emergency Management Coordinator for Bosque County. Every quarter, uh, all of the fire department chiefs get together to just kind of talk about what's going on and what's happened since the last time we met. We just recently had a meeting. Last year, almost every one of the 12 fire departments was not able to have their normal fundraiser that they do every year. So a lot of them are really hurting for monetary funds because everyone is a volunteer department. Every piece of equipment they have, they've either had to purchase for their own or get a grant. So they haven't been able to do the fundraising, so they're short of funds. And then the other side of that is, is they haven't been able to have their normal meetings, so they haven't been able to do a lot of recruiting. So there are some departments that are starting to get a little shorthanded. It's always good to have that extra hand because with it being volunteer fire departments in the county, you never know who's going to be able to respond. So it's always good to have additional help. So what else do they need aside from extra volunteers? So I had put something out on the Bosque County Emergency Management Facebook page about if you're interested, contact me. I'll get you in touch with your local fire department or call them and have them get in touch with you and just see if we can get some extra help for the fire departments. Yeah. Then the other side of that is, is if you can't become a firefighter. I mean, it's not for everyone. Uh, God bless each and every one of them, but you've got to be a special person to run into a burning building. You really, really do. But if that's not your cup of tea, they can always use volunteers to just help clean up and or monetary donations just to help them with the missing funds that they haven't been able to get over the last year. And he even gave us an update on the COVID-19 vaccine. The whole problem with the staging is the state is saying, all right, the state wide, we're at stage, and this is just an example, 1B. Well, 1B in Bosque County is nowhere close to 1B in Dallas. Yeah, right. So I, I wish they really hadn't done the whole classification thing. Right now, uh, the vaccines are coming into Bosque County. Uh, I have had confirmation that uh, 
first, the majority of the first responders and uh, medical staff that want the vaccine have been given it. The only thing that I would ask uh, anyone that's listening to this, please be patient with whoever you contact because I may say that yes, DSHS says that they have the vaccine, you call them and they say they're out. So now you're getting conflicting stories. Mm -hmm. So the best thing I can do is just have you contact one of the four locations. That would be Goodall Witcher Hospital in Clifton, Albright's Pharmacy in Clifton, Brookshire's Pharmacy in Clifton, and Brookshire's Pharmacy in Meridian. So currently those are the four locations with access to the vaccine and then are giving it out to the public. If you contact them and they don't have the vaccine, they may put you on a wait list. If the wait list is full, they may tell you that you need to call back. But there are four locations, so just, again, be patient. If you want the vaccine, you're going to get it. It just may be a little slow in coming. Thanks, Chris. And remember to follow at Bosky EMC on Facebook for more information. ViraClear serves Bosky County and sanitizes any venue for COVID and other harmful viruses and bacteria. A single application takes out germs continuously, provided normal cleaning procedures continue, and surfaces remain undamaged. ViraClear is locally owned and operated and has treated venues like local schools, civic buildings, and businesses in Bosque County. Call Mike Mursky at 833-817-3620 for more details or watch the video on ViraClear.net. They can't stop the spread of COVID-19 human to human, but can create a barrier for nearly everything in between. Coming up at the Red Caboose Winery and Distillery, Steve Selinski will be playing live and original music in the Clifton Tasting Room. There is no cover charge. The event is set for Saturday, January 30th from 6 to 9 p.m. So, Uncle Gus's Marina and Resort on Lake Whitney is still looking for quality vendors for the third Thursday trade days. They've scheduled an upcoming event to show off the venue as part of an open house January 27th and 31st this month. Call the marina at 254-622-2276 for more information. Horses need special attention this time of year due to cold weather and dormant forage. Clifton Feed is your headquarters for all things horse. Particular focus should be on horses that are on pasture. The MVP Horse Tub provides protein, energy, vitamins, and minerals to horses that don't hang around the barn. Drop by Clifton Feed at 203 East 5th Street and ask about the MVP Horse Tub today. Bark's annual fundraiser gala is set for February 13th this year. Visit BarkRescue.org to find out how you can get involved. And tune in for more details on our next episode of the Bosque County Blast. In other news, the first baby of the year arrived at Goodall Witcher Hospital in Clifton. Congratulations, Laura Melissa Ullman and Tristan Frazier, and a big welcome to Maximiliano King. Look out for something to come on BoskeCountyBlast.com. The Corner Drug Cafe has promised a delicious Valentine's Day curbside pickup dinner. Reservations are being requested. To start, choose from either a house salad with ranch or a Caesar salad. The main course choices are a half Cornish game hen with a honey Dijon glaze or an 8-ounce beef filet cooked to medium with port wine sauce. 
This is served with a twice-baked potato, sautéed garlic green beans, a dinner roll, and dessert of classic tiramisu or cheesecake with fresh strawberries. The cost is $38 per person with optional red or white wine, champagne, or a pack of beer at an additional cost. Call 254-265-7737 to get your spot today. Septic services can be your solution to a stinky problem. When we find ourselves with more than our tank can handle, we call Uselton Septic Services. As a family-owned business, Uselton provides knowledge, better pricing, and impeccable customer service. Uselton is owned and operated by local couple Jay and Nicole Uselton and offers full septic services. From tank disposal and inspections to new builds and repairs, they've got you covered. For an aerobic or anaerobic system, call Uselton at 254-797-3116. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop in Morgan recently, resulting in the arrest of a 21-year-old Dallas woman. Sergeant Ty Hardy deployed K-9 Deputy Max for the search of the vehicle. A search of the vehicle resulted in 12.77 grams of methamphetamine and 7 grams of psilocybin mushrooms. Tiffany Sandoval of Benrook was arrested and charged with two counts of manufacture or delivery of a controlled substance penalty groups 1 and 2 between 4 and 200 grams. For our final story today, we went wild at the Texas Safari Ranch and talked to the owner, Jack Harvard. His family, ranch manager, and his family, and more join in to make this exotic animal ranch going on the Texas savannah. In the middle, you'll see in a second, there's a, that big male is uh, about three or four years old. He's not full grown yet. The big one over here. Now those right over here on the left, these are sable. Sable are on the are on the uh, list of endangered, highly endangered, and uh, there's just not many of them left. We've got a herd of uh, this herd here. We, we've got two males in there, and the rest females. Again, we try to raise the females mainly. Over there, are some more endangered animals. A lot of endangered in this pasture. Over there, those are called blessbok. B-L-E-S-B-O-K, Blesbach. And Blesbach are from mainly the southern part of Africa. These are all African. Uh, yes, all these are African. Sadly, a lot of these species are extinct in the wild, with many from Africa and India. Though the ranch does have longhorns, prairie dogs, and some native Canadian geese. Grabby zebras are almost completely extinct in the wild and that's what we have so they're, when you say they're almost extinct in the wild just not yet but they're on the way there's just to... a few left huh and we're raising them and they're uh if you look at them the grebbies are about six inches taller on the back their backs about six inches taller their stripes are more narrow and clear more white in the middle and their ears are about two to three times the size of a... That's why they've got those pretty... Yeah, they've got real big ears. Look at mm -hmm. ears. Yeah. And they make a braying sound when they're talking to each other. 
So you have male and female of oh, these yes. in okay. Yes. We have, we're raising them. Okay. We have about ten different species that are extinct in the wild or almost extinct in the wild that we are uh, raising. This property is incredible and spans about a thousand acres. The land still has cabins that settlers occupied and fought the Comanches in, and even contains a cave where the Tonkawa tribe lived and hunted from. Another part of the landscape even holds part of the Chisholm Trail. But for Jack, it's about the animals. There's doors all the way in there where we can sort them, and then we sort them and bring them in here, and we, uh, work with other parks and zoos and stuff and plus people who just want to have animals yeah the ranch doesn't currently offer drive-through tours though spaces for bed and events are available to rent when you stay of course you can tour around and see all the animals this ranch has continued since 1975 though it changed hands in 1997 when jack bought it Everything will be on our website, texassafari.com. You can do everything on that site. Look at the houses, look at the animals. We're going to have a web camera to the giraffe having the baby. So everything's there. Thank you, Jack, for the grand tour and the stories. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Join us online at bosquecountyblast.com for more articles and information. And be sure to check out the big Bosque County business directory as well. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening. <laughs>